Welcome to the Imagine Mom cast. This is your host, Elaine Kohanowitz. You're in the right place, Mom, if you're looking for real answers, real Jesus, and real fun. Hey, y'all, Elaine here. Today I'm going to talk about loneliness. Have you guys ever felt lonely? I mean, I know that's like a rhetorical question because everyone has felt lonely at different times. And some of you, maybe you feel lonely almost all the time. And I want you to know that you're not alone, that people and moms, I mean, we all struggle with this. And I was thinking about middle school. Do you guys remember middle school? I'm sure you remember it. (laughs) If you don't remember it, it's because you probably blocked it out to preserve your sanity. But I remember one time, speaking of which, my kids were mostly homeschooled. And I remember when Diary of a Wimpy Kid came out. And, of course, it's all about, like, his first year at middle school. And I remember my kids who had, you know, grown up at home looking at me and saying, it's not really like that, right? This is just an exaggeration. And I looked at them and said, oh, no, it is really like that. (laughs) There is no exaggeration. It's that awful. And I remember being in seventh grade, and seventh grade was like the worst. It was so clicky. And you know how everybody like has their table, and you you sit at the table that you, you know, kind of belong to, and you don't switch tables. And I just, I had these friends, and I, I wasn't very close to them. To be honest, I really didn't have any good friends much in middle school. I kind of just drifted through middle school, like knowing people, but not really knowing them well. And finally, I just got to the point where I thought, you know, I really just want a good friend. And I thought, I'm going to just take a chance and I'm going to go sit at this other table. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe they'll totally ignore me. Maybe it'll be awful. I mean, I guess the worst case, I can just go back and sit at the table I was at. And I don't know if you guys remember, but in middle school, switching a table is a big deal. I mean, it took a lot of courage for me to actually even do it. And the first day, I went and I was walking over and I walked to the table and I sat down. And I just kind of said hi and I didn't say too much. And of course, I was nervous as heck and palms were sweating and I was kind of glancing around hoping that no one would notice this was like super courageous or crazy or risky for me to do and then this girl just started talking to me and we started talking and we were having a really great conversation and long story short her name was Emily and she became my best friend in junior high and high school And she was such a lifeline for me and such an amazing person. She loved Jesus and I, you know, was a Christian and I really needed a Christian friend. And she just really was such an amazing influence and and help for me all during those years. And I just wanted to, you know, let you know that there are really great people out there. Sometimes we just have to take a risk to find them. Sometimes, too, I think we forget that other people feel lonely. Because, you know, I think that loneliness brings us together. I know that seems kind of weird, but I think that if we step out and realize, maybe, or just kind of remind ourselves that other people feel lonely, too, I think it can help us 
take the risks that are necessary to kind of find people. I remember when I had um, my first baby, Daniel, my first child, and I, of course I was home with him and it was so lonely. It was one of the loneliest times of my life. And, you know, you, you're alone with the baby and, and you love that child and you're so happy to be with them. But, of course, you need adult interaction. And I don't have any family. We've never lived, like, near family. I mean, I have family, but they're not, you know, close to us. And so that made it especially difficult. And so we were at the, in this apartment, this little apartment, and there was a duplex that we had lived in right before um, before we had our first like birth. So we had like, while I was pregnant for a while, we lived in this duplex and next door to us in the duplex lived a lady named Jenny. And she was a lot older than us. Like she was like our grandma's age and we kind of, you know, hit it off. I just spoke to her a few times, you know, while we lived there, we only lived in that duplex for like three months. So, and then we we moved and I, we had Daniel and somehow I just thought to myself, I wonder if Jenny would mind if I came and saw her, you know, because what the heck, I don't have anything going on and I bet she doesn't either. And so I ended up calling Jenny and I went over there to see her with my the baby and we just ended up striking up the most incredible friendship we were friends all the way until she passed away in her 90s. I think she was in probably her 70s at the time. And, or maybe late 60s. But you know what? I was lonely. And guess what? She was lonely too. And it was so great because at least once or twice a week we would get together and just have lunch. Or sometimes I'd drive her places because she didn't have a vehicle. And it it was just a win-win. We we were so happy to be together. But sometimes, like I said, we just have to remind ourselves that other people feel like we do. And honestly, it's our struggles and it's our loneliness that brings people together. Sometimes it's even our our, our hardship or our need that actually brings us friends. Like, my friend Dana, I know if you guys have listened to the podcast, you've heard her story, but she, I didn't know her at the time, but before we had kids, we were going to this church and she was going to the same church and her husband had cancer and she had a little newborn and she was trying to run her own business at the same time. It was just a really tough situation. So everybody in the church kind of pitched in to help her and so they asked for volunteers to go help her in her business which was a cleaning business and so I thought you know I could definitely do that so I went and helped several times well it was because of that that I met Dana and we're still friends to this day and she's an amazing amazing person and I feel so blessed to be part of her story but you know it was in her hardship that actually brought us together and so many times I know that it's so hard for us to be vulnerable right but sometimes when we let other people know that we're in need or that we need help or that we are lonely then it draws them to us because oftentimes people just don't know I remember when um, we were early on in this church uh, I was telling you about the one we went with to with Dana, there was one period of time where 
I think it was like a Wednesday night service. And in the service, there was a paper that they would give out. And on the paper was listed like prayer requests that people had. And I remember one time looking through the, the paper and like, I just got like hit with like, just in my chest. I just felt, oh my gosh, because two of our really good friends, like a couple that we knew was really struggling financially and they were asking for prayers and we had no idea. And so it was so awesome because we were able to pray for them. And I think maybe in some way we were able to help them out. Likewise, I remember one time we were so broke and I was in a prayer group and I I finally did mention to them like how I was struggling and gosh, this makes me cry, but you know, they gave us money and they told us, you know, to go to the food pantry and told me how to go to the food pantry because I didn't even know how to do it or what it, what it was or anything. And just really like came around me and helped us in a time when we were just struggling and they were happy to do it. Sometimes people want to help you, but you have to let them know that, that you need it, or you have to let them know that, that, you know, you'd really like to get together or you'd like to have coffee or do something like that. So sometimes we have to be, you know, willing to be vulnerable. We interrupt this programming to bring you an amazing announcement that I wrote you a book. What? You wrote me a book? Yes, I wrote you a book. It's called Mom of Six Dies Laughing, How to Ditch the Overwhelm and Mom Guilt, Feel More Connected and Empowered, and Have More Fun. Why did I write this book? You know what? I wrote it because there were so many times as a mom that I have felt burnt out when I wanted to feel energized and connected. There's so many times when I felt mom guilt, when I needed to feel like I'm winning. And there were so many times where I just felt like I didn't know what I was doing or I didn't know where to go next or I felt like I had no creative juices whatsoever left. And I wanted you guys to feel instead like you were super creative and had all kinds of ideas and knew that you were not alone in all these struggles. So make sure you get the book. You can go to imaginemom.com slash book to get pick it up today or go to Amazon. It's also available there on paperback and Kindle. So I cannot wait for you to read it. I it was a really great book. It's humorous. It's full of lots of great stories. If nothing else, you can laugh at all my hijinks and the crazy mistakes that I made as a mom and feel a lot better about yourself. So get it today. Check it out. So how do you find friends? Like, I mean, obviously you don't want to just always go up to someone and say, ah, I'm lonely. Help me. (laughs) I mean, there's definitely a place for, you know, being vulnerable. Absolutely. Especially if there's people that already you, you know, have some friendships with and they just don't know you're struggling. I mean, that's especially when you need to do that because if you don't know, they might be struggling too. But like, if you're going to make new friends, say you don't have any. And I mean, I've been there. I'm just telling you about my experience with grandma Jenny. It was so great to have a friend. And even now, I mean, I have friends for sure. I have some really good friends, but right now I'm trying to go off into a little more entrepreneurial direction And I don't really know anybody that's doing what I'm doing. I finally met a gal through 
uh, online through, I think it was through Facebook or something. I honestly can't even remember how we connected. I know it was online because she doesn't live here. And I was just talking to her on the phone the other day, and it was so refreshing because she's doing a lot of the same things I'm doing as far as, you know, trying to start something entrepreneurial. And it was just so cool, you know, to have somebody to relate to. But, you know, how did I find her? I mean, the point that I'm making is you, you're not going to find friends in your house. They're not in your closet. They're not in your bathroom. They're not in your cozy living room. I'm just telling you now, unless you're finding them online on your phone, which, you know, might be a good place to start, you're going to have to do something different. You can't keep the same routine and expect to just have, you know, friendships fall into your lap. You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. And one of the best things I think to do is to just get involved in something else, something different or something where other people are. It, you know, depends on where you're at, but that could be a professional organization. It could be a play group. It could be a homeschool co-op. It could be uh, some kind of volunteer organization like, um, you know, maybe helping the homeless or building houses for like Habitat for Humanity or it could be, um, you know, just reaching out to people for, you know, business contacts or for, you know, contacts through your church or getting involved in a Bible study or a prayer group. I mean, any of those things are really good ways to, to meet people. And I, I find that it's a very natural way to meet people too, because, you know, you're not just, it's not awkward. You're like doing something already together. And so you have the opportunity to just talk while you're doing it. And it's kind of a, a somewhat low risk way to kind of, you know, feel out the people that you're meeting and try to feel out if they're the kind of people that you really click with, right? But apart from that, I mean, don't be afraid to actually take a risk. I know there's been times where I was at a park and I just, you know, ask somebody if they'd like to get together with the kids sometime. I mean, I've definitely done that many a time. And, you know, you do it and it clicks or it doesn't click, but you tried it. In fact, you know, not very long ago, I met another mom at um, an event with our, our school that my kids go to. And... I don't know. There was something about her. She was being super friendly and I felt like I, I don't know. I just felt like, you know what? I want to get to know her. And so it took a little bit, but I finally got up, you know, the courage and also just kind of made a point to contact her and just see if she wanted to maybe go for a walk or go out to coffee. And we ended up doing both. And now, you know, we since then seen each other regularly and it's been a really great friendship. So I would definitely encourage you to step out of your comfort zone. Okay, don't think I'm crazy, but another thing that I really have benefited so greatly from, excuse me, is just actually starting stuff myself. I started a play group when I had, it, was, it wasn't when I had the first baby, but I had a couple little ones. And... Um, I started a play group just through our church. They have like small groups and people can start small groups. And so I thought, I'm just going to try it. You know, I'm just going to put my shingle out kind of and, and start a play group. And it ended up being 
you know, really great. Like I met so many people and there were so many other moms who wanted it. They were, they were lonely too. They wanted to find friends and hang out. And then later on, um, when that, you know, when the kids got older and all that, we started a homeschool co-op. Um, I mean, there were already homeschool co-ops and we, we went to some of them and that was a really good experience. But the reason that we started our own was because we wanted to meet people in our own area and actually develop friendships. I mean, I'm going to be totally honest with you. We didn't really start that co-op like for educational purposes. I mean, that was definitely part of what we did that was important. But the real main reason that we started it and we started it, you know, close to home was so we could develop relationships. And, you know, we did. We developed a lot of relationships with people that were you know, in our area, people that we could potentially see outside of just, you know, one day a week. And it's just amazing, I think, how, like, when you start something, you, you'll you you'll be amazed at how many other people need that, too. Our My neighbor, Tracy, I think it was during COVID, it was definitely around that time, um, she asked me and a couple other people if we wanted to just do, like, a book study together. And it was super low-key. We met on Monday nights, and I think there was, like, four or five of us. And we just loved it. I mean, and it wasn't, like, anything, you know, like, crazy. It was just, like, we just read the book, and we just kind of talked about it. And we just talked about life and had a little prayer. I mean, it wasn't, you know, anything, like, like super organized or anything like that. And then ended up, we... um ended up after we did one book we were like well let's do another book and then we invited some other people and now that group of women is just such a rock for me I mean I feel like moms are often like boxers (laughs) you know you like you're in the ring and you're getting beat up and bloodied and you're having a rough time and then you go to the corner and your coach like you know, cheers you on and peps you up and sends you back into the ring. And that's how I feel about that Bible study. I feel like they're my coach, you know, I get, I go back into the corner on Monday night (laughs) and they cheer me on. And I'm not, I'm not saying like, you know, motherhood's awful or anything. I, I love being a mother, but I'm just saying there's just so many things you have to, you know, work through, you know, like hard teenagers or situations with your kids at school or marriage, you know, things or stuff at work or whatever. But it is just so awesome to have that. And so I would just encourage you to think about considering starting something. It doesn't have to be anything big. It could be something big, but don't be afraid to kind of step out. Like I said, you'll be amazed at how many other people are also interested in doing the same thing that you want to do. So just to kind of recap, you know, I mean, first of all, love is a risk. And the enemy doesn't want you to be in relationship. I mean, just keep that in mind. He doesn't want you to have friends. He, He wants you to be lonely. But you know what? Jesus wants you to be in relationship. Jesus created us to be in relationship and he wants that for you. And so I know that if you pray and ask him for help and you step out and take a risk that you will find good people. There are so many good people out there. I can sincerely testify to that. I have met 
so many, so many good people throughout my life. And there are amazing Christian women who are genuine, who are real, who are not catty and not gossipy, who want the best for you. And they are out there. And yeah, you might have to, you know, meet a few people before you find that one, but they are there. And I just encourage you not to give up and not to quit seeking because you will be so blessed on the other side. And I just pray for you in the name of Christ that you would find your people, find the people that are full of Jesus and that you will find them quickly if you're looking right now. And if you're feeling down today, just know that I'm thinking about you and I pray for you right now that God will lift you up and just fill him with fill you with his spirit and let you know that you're so loved and you're so cared for and um I just wish the best for you and bless you today in Jesus name and just a quick plug um Jenny Allen just came out with a book called Find Your People it actually just came out and I'm I just started reading it so I haven't read the whole thing but I would definitely encourage you to get it um she's a pretty amazing Christian author and very just real and down to earth so check that out thank you so much for listening make sure you follow on whatever podcasting platform you're on and please share this episode with a friend I know there's someone who would love to hear this today Also, if you're listening to this before March 1st of 2022, we are starting a 21-day new habit challenge on March 1st. So make sure you get signed up before then at imaginemom.com slash challenge. It's an amazing way to develop some new habits into your life while you have some great positive accountability and positive peer pressure. You can pick whatever habits you want and you can get all the details there at that sign up. So imaginemom.com slash challenge. So I can't wait to do it with you. I hope to see you there soon.